0: Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Star Wars The Hyra Podcast. Today we're going to start a multi-episode look at Star Wars VR stories, where they've been, and where they might be headed next. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. With us being in the middle of a pandemic, a lot of us have been spending more time than usual at home. Um, I've actually been pretty busy with work, which is why my podcasts are a little late this week. Um, But I am still, when I'm not working uh, here at the house, not going out and doing anything else. So I've been spending a lot of time with my VR headset. I got an Oculus Quest um, for Christmas uh, actually a couple of days after Christmas because they were sold out everywhere and it took us a little while to actually track one down and, and buy it. Um, so uh, I've definitely been spending more time than usual with my VR and um, it's one of my my favorite things uh, in the world to do. I, I love gaming in general and the VR headset just takes it to a whole new level. Um, and so uh, I had the idea to cover um, what we've seen so far for, for Star Wars VR and where we think that things might be headed next. Um, this is um, going to be a multi-episode look at VR. I'm going to kind of go through um, roughly chronologically through what we've seen. Um, not just cover the plot details, which um, you may or may not know, um, if depending on if you've if you played some of these games, but really talk more about how it connects to the broader universe and. Where where we think Star Wars VR might be headed next. Now, if you have a VR headset, you're going to be able to experience um, these these videos or games in a different way, um, but even if you just have a phone, there are some Star Wars experiences that you uh, that you can experience in VR. If you've never done VR on a phone, um, obviously it doesn't appear in 3D like it does if you're using a VR system, but, but basically, you know, anywhere that you point the, the direction of the phone, you see that angle, so it's like a 360 degree view of the video that you're watching. Actually, the first one of these that I ever did was a Star Wars um, experience, and that is of John Williams um, conducting music. You're able to like basically be in the middle of the room while he's conducting Star Wars music. It's pretty cool. Um, Lucasfilm put that out a few years ago, and it was my first time ever watching a video like that. Now they've also had from ILM X Lab a couple uh, short videos where you're kind of in the middle of the action so not just kind of watching something behind the scenes um but actually you know in an original production um where you are in the action of a Star Wars scene and there's been a couple of these um, which are still available so even if you just search on your on your phone um, in YouTube there's a VR um, like a three hundred and sixty degree filter that you can put on. If you have one of those cardboard VR headsets, you can use that and If you do have a platform like an Oculus, y- you can easily find these um, on there and you know that's really like the the best way to watch them. So the first one that Lucasfilm did for this was the Force Awakens 360-degree experience. And this uh, has not held up super well um, to the years that have passed and the improvements to technology. Um, but you do see in this video, um, basically you're flying on Ray's speeder through Jakku and kind of going around one of the Star Destroyers. So it's cool. And it shows you, you know, kind of a first attempt from ILM um, uh that is still available and still fun to take a minute and do, especially if you have a VR headset. Around the same time, they also put out something called Jakku Spy, which I have not been able to find. It looks like it was removed. And this was another interesting example of them trying to start making it a little bit of a story, a little bit interactive versus just kind of throwing you into a scene. Um, you couldn't actually interact with the environment with Jaku Spy. You couldn't touch anything um, or move anything, or, you know, there was no actual gameplay, but it was set up like a series of missions so that, you know, you did get a little bit of a story along with it. And there are videos that walk you through the story, um, even though the actual VR experience is no longer available. Now, another um, quick video that they did came in 2016. That is with um, Rogue One called Recon. Now, this one is still available, and it's pretty cool. In this one, you're in um, an X-Wing. You're approaching the Death Star. So that's a pretty cool experience to get to have. And um, unlike the Force Awakens experience, I think this one has held up a little bit better graphically. It definitely looks a little bit sharper, um, and it's still nothing like the games that have come after it, but it's worth checking out. Now, one game that I have not been able to find or access, which I'm curious if anyone else has, Um, again, there are videos that kind of describe it and show some of it, but I have not been able to find the actual game, Um, and that one is Trials on Tatooine. Now, that also came out in 2016. It was the first real game that Lucasfilm did for VR. The trailer is still available, and it looks cool. You're basically um, a Padawan on Tatooine hoping to join Luke Skywalker um, after um, the Return of the Jedi. Now, you know, I, I don't think that this is canon anymore. Um, and, it, you know, it, it's actually on Wikipedia, it's listed as a VR experiment. Um, and I think this was like an early example of ILMX Lab starting to go into uh, gaming, which really, you know, began in earnest um, with Secrets of the Empire. So that's where I'm going to really start to go into details because I think that the two experiences that people really know about are Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. And, of course, Vader Immortal. So today I'm going to be talking mostly about Secrets of the Empire, and then um, we'll get into Vader Immortal and where we think um, Star Wars is going next. So Secrets of the Empire um, is not something, unfortunately, that you're able to do in quarantine at home on a VR headset or with your phone, uh, but it is something that you um, can do in person that's a unique experience. I had the chance to do this a couple years ago in Orlando. Um, there is a site in, uh, in uh, I think... I think it's called Disney Springs now. Um there's also one in Anaheim. Um it was briefly in London and um sometimes they tour these experiences, so it's possible that it could come uh, to other cities as well. But um you know, the reason why you have to actually physically go to a site to play Secrets of the Empire is that unlike most v r where you know you put on the headset and then um, you know you 're holding a controller or sometimes using your hands and you know you're you're playing a game in an empty room um, with you know interacting only graphically with things with secrets of the empire they they 've actually built the like a set for you. And it's, it's blank. So if you were to look at it without the VR headset on, you know, it's just like gray walls and, and seats and that kind of thing. But with the VR headset on, it fills out the environment. So you can only play this game in one of their physical sites because when you touch things, they're actually there. So even levers and that kind of thing, you know, you're not holding a controller and moving the lever, like, with the controller, you are actually reaching out and grabbing a a real controller, a real panel that's there on the wall. And, you know, in in real life, it's just a boring like switch, but in the game, it looks like a Star Wars switch and it's there, you know, within the, the base that you're at. So it's really cool. And I will say that, you know, as someone who loves VR um, and loves my Oculus Quest, you know, you do really get immersed in those and you forget that you're not in a physical environment. Um, but it's still like a whole nother level to, you know, be able to, um, to to be physically, like, feeling and touching what you're seeing in the game. So it's it's really a great experience. Um, anyway, the the story for Secrets of the Empire is basically that you're part of the Rebel Alliance, and you're on a mission to Mustafar. Um, so, in this story, you start out, before you put on the VR headset, getting to talk to Cassian Andor, um, which is pretty cool, because, you know, we, we see him in row one, obviously, and he's going to get his own Disney Plus series. Um, I doubt that this story will connect it all to the Disney Plus series, because, um, you know, as I'm going to discuss, this story is pretty... Um, Limited, I guess, uh, compared to Vader Immortal, which is like a really full Star Wars story. Like, it, it this, the story itself is about two hours long between all three episodes. So you're basically getting like an entire movie. Um, the Secrets of the Empire is a shorter experience. I think it ran for about a half an hour, maybe even. I think less than a half an hour in the VR, but maybe like a half an hour, including the video too. Um, and so um, it's, you know, it's a shorter experience and the story within it is pretty limited. So I doubt we'll see any, you know, real connection to the Cassian Andor series, for example, just because this story is is a pretty limited story to connect it to. Um, but it was cool to get to see uh, Cassian Andor there basically giving you a briefing. And, you know, he says he's not able to come join you on the mission, but he's sending you um, out there. So you um, basically are disguising yourself as stormtroopers, and then you are landing on the surface with the help of K2SO. So he shows up there as well, um, voiced by Alan Tudyk once again. I don't know if he did motion capture for this or if he just did the voice, but it's great to see K2 as well. I'm definitely excited to see him uh, on the series that's coming up. Um, so anyway, that's basically the story. So, after you watch um the briefing video with Cassie and Andor, you enter the space where you know you you start to to do the v r experience so you get suited up. Um, you're basically wearing a vest that has, like, a bunch of sensors over that, um, you're wearing a headset so that you, you know, you see what's around you, and you're carrying a a gun, which, you know, in, in universe, in, in the game, when you put on the headset, is a stormtrooper gun. So that's basically the premise, um, of how, of how the story begins. So, you know, you, you start the mission, um... You're on an Imperial transport, and at this point, you're wearing the headset, and you're you're really seeing everything uh, that you're supposed to be seeing, and you sit down on the transport, which, again, is like a real seat, so it's pretty cool, versus, you know, when you sit down in VR, you're just like plopping down on the floor and pretending that there's a chair or, you know, pretending that you've gotten knocked out and, you know, are, are, are kind of coming out of, of, of sleep or whatever the case may be. You're actually like sitting there, um, on the transport and you're, you're, uh, landing uh, at Mustafar, um, when you're pulling up, you, you can see Vader's castle in the distance, but you're not actually landing on Vader's castle. You're landing at a platform, um, you know, kind of like a part of the of the base, basically. You know, I guess it makes sense that if this is Vader's... Um, not so much home, but kind of base of operations, lair, what have you, that there would be other kind of installations, you know, around it, um, as kind of, uh, protection, as security. And that's basically what happens here that, you know, the, the Empire, of course, is not expecting your ship and, um, they call for you to land. So you land on a landing platform within view of the castle, um, but, you know, outside of it. So, um, you basically, um, infiltrate the base. Um, this is where you actually grab the the blaster rifles actually. Now, as I'm reading the summary and thinking about it, I'm remembering that you don't get the blaster originally. You actually pick it up here. Um, and then, um, you're, um, spending the next part of the experience outside, like walking around near where the lava is. Um, you're getting attacked by stormtroopers and, um, also some beasts from the planet's surface. Now, this was like, this was fun. Um, it's definitely fun shooting down stormtroopers. And when I go into the description and review of Vader Immortal, um, probably the most fun scene that I had in Vader Immortal, as far as gameplay goes, was basically the same gameplay from Secrets of the Empire. So if you've only played one or the other, um, then you'll know what this is like because it's so similar. So in Vader Immortal, in the third episode, there's a scene where, you know, you're, you're shooting down stormtroopers, kind of running through a base, and the very similar thing happens in Secrets of the Empire. Now, as far as gameplay goes, it's a lot of fun um, to be shooting down stormtroopers. As far as like storytelling goes, it you know it doesn't really give you anything. So when I was in this part of Secrets of the Empire, I was having a lot of fun, um, but also feeling like you know kind of excited to get back to to the narrative. So it's hard to have it both ways in VR. Um, I think you know you're you're either getting action or you're getting story and you know, too much of either one, um, starts to feel like, you know, you're, you're missing the other. At least that's how I feel. Um, so, you know, getting to shoot down stormtroopers is, is super fun. Um, but also st- starts to feel a little bit repetitive after a couple of minutes. Now, the other thing that you're doing in this game, um, that is, uh, like classic kind of a VR is more of a puzzle game. So part of the story is, um, you know, trying to basically like crack a code, um, you're, um, You're trying to, um, I think open a door or close a door. I don't remember exactly. And, you know, the description online is not super clear. Um, it doesn't, you know, I, I remember more details than the online description gives, which I guess is fine because, you know, if you want to go and and be surprised, you don't need to have every detail. Um, but basically you're, you know, you're operating control panels. So my memory is that, you know, while, while the shootout was happening and I got kind of bored of shooting stormtroopers, I moved over to the control panel and started playing with that and trying to get that to work. Um, I'm not great at solving puzzles in in video games, and so for me, you know, it was a lot of like whacking things, hoping that it would work, which is also how um, I solved um, one of the puzzles again in Vader Immortal Episode 3. You're doing the same kind of thing. You're trying to um, open a door and launch a TIE fighter, and um, you know, it's a lot of like hitting buttons trying to figure it out, and then as I played through a second and third time, I actually figured out like what the buttons do and what they mean and how to press them in the right order to get things to happen. Um, but you know, it was um it is fun. It's it's fun trying to trying to do that. And so it was cool to get to see a little bit of that in this game. You know, part of what makes Secrets of the Empire more complicated to pull off than Vader Immortal is that with Vader Immortal, you're obviously playing by yourself. You, know, you put on the headset, you're walking through it, um, it's a set story, no one can screw it up or change it because you're the only one doing it, and it's just a straight narrative from one point to the other. So if you've never played a game like this before in VR and you're used to playing, um, you know, console games. Uh, the the big difference is that in a narrative story like this, y- you know, you can't even really die. Um, I don't think you can die in Vader Immortal. I've never died in Vader Immortal. You definitely can't die in Secrets of the Empire, and you certainly can't change the trajectory of the story in any way, which in most games, you know, you end up in the same place at the end. There are some games where you actually are making decisions and it can impact the overall trajectory of the story. But, you know, for the most part, even if the game ends up in the same place, what you do along the way impacts how you get there. And in these kind of narrative VR games, that's just not the case. The The story ends exactly the same no matter what you do. Um, the difference, though, is that Invader Immortal, you're the only one in it. So you're the one making every, you know, every action. And even if if it's not a decision, it still feels like you're the one driving the story. Whereas in Secrets of the Empire, you're there with a group of four. So um, really anyone can be doing these things. So, you know, you could choose to kind of um, be trying to solve the puzzle, but if if other people are doing it, then, you know, you are you may be stuck shooting stormtroopers or vice versa. Um, there, it's just kind of more chaotic and it's not as like... Not quite as clean cut narratively as far as what should be happening because they have to have things for different people to be doing. So it kind of starts to feel a little bit more like an arcade, um, and it feels less like it's a clear, clean cut narrative, which can be good or bad because some people hate narrative VR games. They don't like that there's no kind of um, variety, there's no you know changes, there's there you know it's exactly laid out for you. And with Secrets of the Empire, it's it's not for that practical reason. And I guess that means that Secrets of the Empire, you know, you could go and do it more than once and get a slightly different experience depending on who you play with and what they are, um, what they're doing and, you know, how, how good they're shooting, how good they're solving the puzzles, whether they're prioritizing one over the other. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is different in that respect. So anyway, um, I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, I'm going to, you know, basically tell you the point of the story because, um, you know, most of this mission, as you can tell from my description, you're infiltrating a base, you're fighting off people. Um, There's not like a ton of story, and uh, and so I'm going to, you know, kind of share like what you figure out that you're actually there for, and how the story ends, and um, you know whether whether or not it has um, much of a connection to the broader Star Wars universe. It definitely leads intivator immortal so again I'm going to take a quick break and come back and discuss that. Okay, so overall, as you can probably tell, my impression of Secrets of the Empire was definitely that, as far as an experience goes, it was great. I would highly recommend it if you're going to be in Florida or California. It was a little bit pricey. I want to say it was like 40 or 50 bucks, um, but it was a great experience and, you know, definitely something that even with a personal VR headset, you can't experience in this way. So I totally recommend it. However, on the downside, you know, the story is really just okay and it doesn't um have a super you know clear connection or importance with the rest of Star Wars lore Especially when compared to Vader Immortal. So basically, what you're after the whole time in this game is called the Proto Saber. It sounds really cool and it looks really cool. It's kind of like a larger um, lightsaber blade that looks more like a an actual sword. Um, it's got kind of like two parts to it that are that are emitting um, a saber instead of just you know one blade. It's it's kind of got uh, two and there's like a hilt at the bottom. Um, so it's definitely distinct. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It sounds cool. The idea of it being a prototype, um, of a lightsaber, um, you know, that predates the lightsaber as we know it is really exciting. And maybe we'll see some kind of connection to that in the high Republic stuff. Um, it would make sense that, you know, we, we see all different lightsaber styles, um, from just the concept art we've seen so far from the high Republic. So maybe we'll see, um, more of something along this style or learn about, you know, the history of lightsabers and and the the differences that at least we there used to be in lightsabers before the eras that we've seen of Star Wars so far. but really, other than that, you don't really learn much about the proto saber. Um, the data um they're trying to kind of like upload the data. um you end up escaping on um, a crash shuttle. And you get out of there, you know, they've, they've kind of stolen some data, but Vader ends up with the saber in the end, um, which is really cool. You do get to kind of briefly fire upon Vader and see him um, in the, um, in the experience. But that's really it. There's not really a clear connection. Um, The... You know, you don't really learn anything else about the Proto-Saber. Why was it important? What does it mean? How does it connect to the universe? Um, You know, the, the writer of this is the same writer of Vader Immortal. And... The the location is is basically right next to the location. So Vader Immortal takes place in Vader's castle, and below it, um, you actually pass over the site of this game when you um start Vader Immortal. Um, so you're you're right there, and you know there even is a weird looking old lightsaber in Vader Immortal that I'll talk about um probably on the next edition of the podcast. So it's like it's all lined up for there to be a connection, um, but there isn't. <laughs> it's just it doesn't really connect much at all to anything else. So at the end, you know, the story is cool, but it doesn't really fill out Star Wars lore in an exciting way, and again, when compared to Vader Immortal and how much they accomplished with that game in terms of, you know, a a big connection to to Star Wars, to the universe that we know, um, this one just pales in comparison um, in that respect, but again, a really cool game, a really cool experience, and I'm sure that what they, they learned in this game um, applied to them developing Vader Immortal, which came out, you know, a couple years um, after, uh, the Secrets of the Empire, um, you know, was first, uh, first available. So anyway, um, that's kind of my, my feeling on what I'm thinking is kind of like the first era of Star Wars VR gaming, um, you know, kind of all these early experiences and then leading up to Secrets of the Empire. And then I think that, you know, the Vader Immortal series is kind of like the second era. Um, you know, it's, it's an era where there is immersive story-based, gaming that uh you know individuals can can access and use without having to have you know technology that at one point only a few people had their hands on or you know a a place that you actually have to go to physically um you know that there's only two of in the whole country and no permanent sites abroad we're really entering a new era now when you know more people have access to this and when Lucasfilm is using it as a, a bigger platform for storytelling. So I'm going to get into all of that on the next issue of the podcast. And as promised, I'm going to talk about where I think Star Wars VR might be heading next. There's already been a rumor that they are developing a High Republic based um, game, or I guess the are The legitimate rumor is that they're developing a game, and then there's been speculation that it could be related to the High Republic. So we're going to look at those rumors and have a discussion on that next time after we dig through all of the details on Vader Immortal. Anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this uh, edition of the podcast. If you have a VR headset or even if you just have a phone and you haven't checked out some of these experiences, I hope that you'll go ahead and do so and see what you think of them. And if you have not yet played Vader Immortal, um, I hope that next week will either um, be exciting for you to um, to hear about it and learn about it with me, or if you have played, you, know, you can see my opinion and, and how that matches up to yours. Either way, I hope that you'll enjoy continuing to have this discussion. And thanks for tuning in.